Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Light the Tower. Your daily look around the world of sports with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, and Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe, on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. Second hour, Light the Tower, here on the Horn Underway. Greg Ray, Jeff Howe with you. Today is Jeff's final day on the Horn. Tomorrow will be my final day uh, on the Horn. And so um, I had a great notebook from Jeff thanking uh, those with whom he has worked over the years and many folks on the Specs text line at 337-3776 thanking Jeff as well. We do have another Longhorn notebook coming up at the bottom of the hour, so stay tuned for that. Toward that end, and I know this won't be part of the Longhorn Notebook, so that's why I'm bringing it out right now. This is the, um, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? The epilogue to the story we talked about the other day about the Arch Manning card. Yes. So the bidding is in there. Remember when we first started talking about it? I said, ooh, the bidding's up to 10000 It's up to 20000 By the time we got off the air, it was at 30000 mm-hmm, A little over. Yeah. It it topped out, got to the deadline, topped out $102,500, the one-of-one prism black autograph card by Arch, sold at a Panini America charity auction for $102,500, where uh, all of this money is going uh, to St. David's. Of course, wasn't mentioned that in this particular story. This no. is, he has an end ideal with Panini. Who knows how much his cards might sell for once he has actual game time with the Texas Longhorns under his belt. Completely missing the point of what that of what that gesture was all about. But that's okay. Whatever. Uh, that was for a charity uh, event, and he did it, and it's all one hundred percent of it going uh, to St. David's now. When he becomes you know the starting starting quarterback down the line or whatever. Uh, yeah, as his grandfather said, that's when they'll, you know, get into um, more of what uh, NIL can do for Arch Manning personally. But this was for a very worthy cause. Would you like to know that what the records show? Yeah, uh, Arch's first first officially licensed football card sold for more money than Peyton Manning's most expensive card ever. How about that? <laughs> tells you where some things are going. Uh, Peyton Manning, 1990. Love. This is why I put together the Longhorn run of these, and I need to add Ricky and like two or three others. Playoff contenders, the rookie ticket autographs. Love the way those look. Uh, Peyton Manning had a playoff contenders rookie auto. It was PSA 10. It's the highest grade you can get from PSA. Uh, sold for almost 72000 at one point. That's the highest sale. And Arch beat that by over 30. Almost thirty grand. 
yeah. or over thirty grand. Uh, and, and somebody said, "Do y'all know the buyer?" Another media member says they know the buyer. Just wondering. Uh, the three stories I read about did not mention the buyer. Did you see anything? I I have not. Uh, I've not kicked the tires and dug around enough to see who the buyer is. Okay, All but right. I mean, look, similar to our talk, you know, about the the border collie guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you got fourteen grand laying around, do whatever. How, how many of us know Longhorn fans or hardcore card collectors that have an extra hundred grand laying around? Yeah, it's a pretty short list. Shouldn't take that long to figure out. Yeah, right. So there you go uh, with that. Okay, um, let's hear the review on Cocaine Bear. It's something we've talked about ever since we knew it was going to be right. real. Because Jeff, as you know enjoys correct me if i'm wrong here and known you long enough and we've worked together long enough to understand that while you enjoy a great many things uh performed by animals nothing really kind of gets you more excited than animals especially bears doing human things am i right oh yeah okay like if you show me throwback video to like somebody wrestling a bear yeah that's hilarious to me yeah the geico commercial where the bear is Shopping and shoves all the honey into his cart. Yep, love it. On board with that. So, what about the animated bears in the uh, in the uh, commercial wiping themselves with the tissue? Cracks me up every time. Speaking of cracks, uh, you know, um, Linda does not like that. Really, I'd say the bears wiping themselves. I mean, it's animal know. humor and it's fecal humor. So yeah. it's so you're on board. What else it? could be more up my alley than that, Craig? Okay, all right. So. I was hyped when when we started seeing previews for Cocaine Bear. Mm-hmm. You know I was hyped. I was yeah, hyped you were. For it because I like movies that don't take themselves too seriously. Like you know what it is going into it, right? Like I, I love one of the movies I love, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. The Tom Green movie Freddy Got Fingered, universally despised. It's one of the lowest rated, maybe the lowest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes ever. But it's because I think people missed the point. They were expecting it to be serious, but it was basically Tom Green kind of poking fun at Hollywood. Like, I can't believe you guys gave me several million dollars to make a movie. Here's what I'm going to go do with it. And I love it because it didn't take itself too serious. It was basically like Tom Green's rib on the entertainment industry, and it was what it was. And you can enjoy it for what it is. So I kind of like movies in that vein that just don't take themselves seriously at all. They are what they are. Okay. I went into Cocaine Bear with pretty high expectations. Really? Yeah. It just for for me, I'm like, I want this experience to live up to the hype. Okay. And dare I say it did. There if you're if you're watching Cocaine Bear for a intriguing plot, you're already just that's what I say I, that's another reason why I like the Rambo movies, right? Yeah. I'm watching that for an end up. Yeah, somebody plot. talked to me over the weekend and said they were disappointed by Cocaine Bear because they said the the plot wasn't good at all. Yeah. And they said even for something where you have to suspend belief, they thought they could have done a better job with the plot. And I'm like, you really worried about the plot in that bet? That's, like that's like ordering a steak at a you know a cheap chain restaurant and being, well, my steak wasn't. Well, well you ordered a $6 steak. What did you expect? Mm-hmm. That's a you problem at that point. So thank you, Texter, that said Freddie Got Fingered was fantastic. And yeah. Daddy, would you like some sausage? See, there's some people that are on my way. Look at Not a Nap guy texting pictures of the bear doing regular things. Oh, thank things. you, Not a Nap. <laughs> the one where he's hanging out in the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. So I went in just not expecting it to take itself seriously, and it did not do that at all. Um, the the gore, you know, the, the dismembering of the bodies yeah. was 
it's so over the top yeah. that it's just hilarious. And there's a scene, and I hope I'm not spoiling anything for anybody, but there's a scene where the bear is chasing an ambulance, and in the ambulance are the two EMTs and a park ranger who is strapped to a stretcher. Well, the bear gets in and pushes the stretcher out the the back of the van out of the back of the ambulance yeah. and the park ranger gets you know face skidding on the ground like it shows it and yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh you know the uh one of the paramedics like loses a hand and is getting you know mauled by this bear and the paramedic driving crashes into a tree and just comically flies through the windshield okay and and it, i laughed so hard i thought i was gonna black out i really like it got to that point where i couldn't catch my breath i thought i was gonna black out i just laughed so because again it's just so over the top ridiculous that all you can do is laugh um the fact <laughs> the fact that this bear at one point like you think the bear is dead like okay it's just it's heart's giving out right and then the fact that the bear gets a whiff of cocaine and it's just like recharged like it just got a save shot and is like full <laughs> adrenaline again and just going back to mauling people uh, it was great. The fact that uh, Ray Liotta, <laughs> the fact that the great, the late great Ray Liotta, the fact that the last image, and I don't know if he did a film right around Cocaine Bear or Cocaine Bear's his last film. Because that other one's coming out now, okay. that thing that's on, uh, it's streaming, I think on, well, Linda and I were watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel last night, the final one on that, and that, that was on Amazon Prime, so it probably yeah. would have been uh, on that we right. saw the thing. So. Thank goodness for that because I didn't really the only the only downer that movie I was like you know Ray Liotta's done a lot of it's kind of like Rip Torn and Freddie Got a Finger you're like okay Rip Torn's had a great career mm. as much as I like that movie I kind of hope what better for him yeah right you know to to end it yeah and he would redeemed himself with Dodgeball but yeah I, I'm like I really want, don't want the last image of Ray Liotta's legendary decorated film career to him being alive while his entrails are being consumed by cubs that have snorted coke yeah yeah it's like can we get a little bit better of an ending for ray Liotta? but other than that uh loved it if i'm going by you know the prospect grading right like you do you know five stars are the best solid solid four star movie if i'm going letter (laughs) grades it's like right on that b plus a minus borderline i was not disappointed it lived up to the hype everything i thought it would be perfect it's the perfect movie it's exactly what it needed to be for the yeah. premise okay i'm glad you enjoyed it it's good i enjoyed the hell out of it all right <laughs> yes fast and the furious and the expendables again movie series that i like i will say this about fast and the furious the first movie the the first movie that came out in 2001 is a legit it, it's an objectively good movie right yeah basically People that watch Point Break, they're like, oh, it's Point Break with uh, with cars. And people that have watched Fast and the Furious, like me and haven't seen Point Break, they're like, oh, it's Fast and the Furious with surfboards, right? Kind of kind of the same deal. But, you know, we've gotten to the point in that franchise where it's like, yeah, you, you can't take yourself all that seriously when, you know, Tyrese is being shot into space in a, you know, a DeLorean or whatever. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> okay. it's, gotta, gotta, it's a little bit of give and take. But I love Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear, awesome. And my wife said, you're watching that by yourself in your office. So I'm not I was, that's where I was going next. I had a feeling uh, that it was going to be a little too lowbrow for Tamara. Yeah, she was like, I'm, I'm not I'm not doing that. Like I told you, she was the one watching Rambo with me. She's like, this plot's not very good. And I'm like, and I'll repeat plot? the story again. I'm like, 
I'm not watching this for plot. I'm watching this because we're getting to the point where something good's about to happen. Ten seconds later, he's in Mexico in that brothel and takes out nine dudes with a hammer. I'm like, this is what I was waiting for. This is why I watch Stallone movies. (laughs) What would you say would be the lowest brow movie that Tamara's watched with you? Was it the the, the Rambo one? Or was there another one? Hmm. The lowest brow movie she's watched that she would that she would sink to to watch with you. It's got to be one of the Sandler movies. Okay, she does. There are parts of Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison where she'll laugh. Yeah, probably one of those. She refuses to watch Freddie Got Fingered. I can't get her on that bandwagon. Not going to happen. Yeah, might be. You know what? Probably it's probably going to be one of the Fast and the Furious movies. Okay. Because I'm like, you're you're a trooper. I know you're doing this just for me. So it's appreciated. <laughs> uh, okay. That's probably it, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Jack, where uh, Tyrese gets like shot into space or whatever? Yeah. yeah. It's kinda, you're kind of, you're way past jumping the shark there. Yeah. But, it, you know, I enjoy it for what it is. It's good stuff. Uh, all right. Coming up, I'm uh, going to do a Flex 30 update and then a second hour Longhorn Notebook, when we continue with Light the Tower on the Horn, 104.9, 1019, AM 1260, live, local, and digital on the Horn app at hornfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like the Tower with Craig Webb and Jeff Howe. This is Like the Tower on the Horn. Craig Webb, Jeff Howe with you. Jeff's final program. See, now this is the Bob Dylan version, if not for you, Fernie. Yes, sir. Really liked it, and also liked the George Harrison version. <laughs> is that what Dylan and, sounds like now? When he's saying? Hey, he just forgets the words. He's an iconic legend. He is. He is, he is all of that. Uh, how about a Flex 30 update for us? Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Certainly shout out to Dr. Greg yes, Eckert. Thank you, Dr. Eckert. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, you need to go see him pretty soon. Yep, gonna absolutely. Be, gonna be back on the tube. Gotta get the the teeth clean. Make sure you're looking right. No doubt. Looking sharp. No doubt. Uh, and and uh, the uh, update, the Flex Thirty One is a short one, but it's a big one, a really big one. Today is the first happy day football, everybody, for practices for those uh, all those programs and the six A programs that did not have spring football. Or if you're a if you're a player out there on the field today, happy projectile vomiting day. There's a lot of that going on. How much? I mean, were you were you a vomiter? You know, early on, yes. Um, 
later it got to the point, the last time I threw up, I think I threw up every year. My, by my senior year, I kind of knew what to expect, and I was fine. But then you see somebody toss cookies, and yeah. then that just, it's coming up right after that. Who was it that I knew that, oh, yeah, I know, I've told this story before, that at Cowboys training camp, you know, and you think of the players going and vomiting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, now, the, the, the best story I heard about that kind of thing uh, for regurgitation was none other than Cowboys president and general manager Chuck Schramm. That and I covered two training camps in Thousand Oaks, '88 and '89. And when I got out there in '88, here was this beautiful, you know, the idyllic kind of thing in the Caneo Valley. Tom and all Landry's this kind of stuff. last training camp. Yeah, his last one, and Jimmy Johnson's first. And uh, so there in '88, and I'm visiting with Dave Pelletier, who's one of the you know Cowboys media relations guys. And we're walking over to the dining hall at breakfast one morning, and and I see Tex in a Cowboys t-shirt and shorts jogging. I said, Tex is jogging? He said, oh, yeah. And he pointed up to this hill, Caneo Hill. He goes, "Uh, Tex's routine is he gets up about 6, 6.30 in the morning, which is pretty good for a guy who was, like, bending the elbow at his age and entertaining uh, the the writers and the things like that. And I said he would jog up to the top. uh, He would eat breakfast. Jog up to the top of Caneo Hill, puke, and then jog back down and was ready to go with his day. <laughs> Without fail. Every day. He said, Tex, if you went running with him, you saw it. He'd run up the top, stop, hurl everything up, then run back down the hill and was ready to go the rest of the day. Making sure you get the last of them toxins out of the body. That's it. Yeah. So that's why I was curious, is it because I know some some guys did that. But did you you said you were a little bit of a vomiter early on. Yeah, not ashamed to admit it. I was a, a bit of a vomiter by by you know junior senior year. You got it. You know you kind of knew what to expect. But then inevit- and you were still doing two a days in those days. Yeah, inevitably, inevitably, somebody is going to lose their breakfast. Yep. You know you want to go over there and slap the moron in the back of the head. Why did you decide to eat Fruit Loops this morning? It's a just dang coaching mistake, but yeah. yeah it uh, it's inevitably going to happen. Just you know, it's just get it out of the way, and you're you're done with it. You know, yeah. the first that first good vomit, you always feel better after it. <laughs> and uh, there aren't any more two a days anymore. So you don't have to worry no, about that. no, yeah. We actually back in my day, yeah, we actually did it on a on a hay field, which technically was uh, it was grass practice field. Yeah, but when you go all summer without rain. That damn thing's a hay field. Yeah. By the time you get to football practice. Little sticker burrs and stuff out there in it, too. Would you have some of those? Uh, Not like Junction Boys yeah, size, like but yeah, there's, there's, there, are, there are hazards, cracks in the ground and whatnot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, there it is. William, there. Williamson, uh, rural Williamson County has its share of absolutely. hazards. Uh, there's your uh, there's your Flex 30 update. Shout out to all the high school football programs who are starting practice today the ones who had spring practice will start next monday on that and uh those programs will only be able to have one scrimmage the ones that started today if they so choose could have as many as two scrimmages before it gets going uh the on the uh, weekend of the 23rd 24th 25th that that sort of thing what about the old try scrimmage anybody still do that i i think so i think you still do that the three-way scrimmage, absolutely, yeah. Uh, we get that. I want to say, what was our try scrimmage? Was it? Oh, I'm, I'm interested in this. Oh, because I got to really think because it's so long ago. I want to say we did a try scrimmage with. I know it was with Gerald. Okay. And Granger, the Gerald mm-hmm. and Granger. Okay. Maybe no. 
Gerald Academy, maybe I think. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Bumblebees. Yeah, I know. I know one was Gerald. I can't for the life of me remember the third. <laughs> I, uh, the last time I saw a tri scrimmage was when my youngest son Jason was a senior mm-hmm. before senior at Vista Ridge, and I'm trying to remember. Rouse was one of them, and I think the other one might have been. Hutto or Maynard, you know, when they were a classification down, something mm-hmm. like that. It was one, one or the other. That that's the last time I saw one of those. So it 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 been a little while. Uh, I, know, I know my junior and senior year, the scrimmages were Moody and Liberty Hill. There you go, Bearcats and Panthers. Uh, yeah, uh, Hal Watson was the head coach at Liberty Hill my junior year before uh, he moved on, and then uh, my senior year when we scrimmaged Liberty Hill, first year, the debut of the slot T. Coach Vance's first year. Wow. And you could tell, like, they... They were was, still learning it. it. It might as well have been quantum physics. Yeah. Like, it was... They're still they're truly trying to figure it out. That thing is something to behold yeah. when you watch it They these got days. it figured out. Yeah, they did. Certainly did. Uh, let's move on to our second hour notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Uh, what is not a nap guy saying? Why did I try to run the mile at the beginning in high school PE? I don't know. I, I ran wow. the mi- I ran the mile at uh, the district track meet my senior year. Mm. That, Somebody that else went said, about as well as you think it would go. <laughs> Definitely threw up my first week of two a days. Upperclassmen didn't help as they would fake dry heaving, making us younger, out of shape guys blow chunks. Summer twenty twelve. Won't forget. Go Layman Lobos. So there you go. <laughs> How about that? Just the, faking the throwing the up. The team that pukes together stays, stays together. wins together, right? Yes. Didn't help Layman too much. No, but yeah. shout out to you, sir. Yes, absolutely. All right. Did the uh, – don't uh, this could be the, the hard part. Uh, I already did the part of the hard part, but get to this. Uh, just some personal thank yous I want to end with. Mm-hmm. Um, texters. Man, good, bad, or indifferent. Texters, listeners, everybody that contributes to the show, even you know, but on the message board, Craig, we call them lurkers, people that subscribe, but they never post on the message board, the lurkers, and they'll, they'll email you. Or, All right, now, wait a minute. Let me see if I got this straight now, and you can tell what a neophyte I am at, the, at that sort of thing, because they're usually not looking at it, but a lurker would be someone who is an actual paid subscriber mm-hmm. and who is obviously viewing and reading the posts, mm-hmm. but does not themselves comment. Right. And they're held in lower esteem than those who post. No, no, no. They're just that. They're, oh. That's just that's no esteem. It's just kind of an is what it is deal. Okay. You know, okay. That's, and that's totally fine. I mean, a lot of people message me like, yeah, I just don't don't feel comfortable posting. Don't want to, you know, jump into that line. And yet stand. they get the scarlet letter L of being a lurker. <laughs> You're a lurker. But no, however you consume this program, uh, it's been. It's been crazy, Craig, and I know you've gotten a lot of this, too. The people that have gone out of their way the last week and a half to let us know what this show has meant to them, that it, it, it helps them get through a day at work. It helps mm-hmm. them, you know, get through, you know, delivering a mail or, or at the dentist office, whatever job you have. Uh, you listen to it while you're running errands. The fact that and I know, look, do I get on here and have I complained about a lot? Yeah, I have. Do I get salty at times? Yeah. But the good, the well wishes and the good vibes from the listeners the last week and a half really put a lot of things in perspective. And it really makes you realize, you know, the, the negativity and the, uh, the backlash or uh, the people that don't, that would rather you just be off the air for good. 
that stuff really doesn't matter at the end of the day because you can see how how good you have it and how much you're respected and and people you know value your opinion whatever the case is i think saying thank you is not enough i don't even know how to put that into words what the listening audience to this show has meant to me and i know what it means to you too craig yes um i don't want to leave anybody out but these are just some some of our notable texters and i want to thank some of these people i've actually gotten to know um and and thank you so much golf lingo has become a really good friend female listener number six and all of our female listeners female listener number six actually i'll show you the picture during the break actually gave me a really nice signed uh mac brown daryl royal portrait to, cool. to hang in my office so female listener number six and all of our female listeners uh mj from Hearn, bizarro dale dudley john in the bay jim from lago vista george bevo lynch jason cooter gambling fanatic blind longhorn fan pac 12 matt stoner pastor smasher uh, Buhika, just an epic douche, Longhorn fan in Denton, Big Crit fan, Belton Gringo, APD number one, Bobby A, Kirk Beezy, Niner Miner, Billy Joe, Jim Bob, uh, Big Craig, Victor, Ari CB, Purple Buffalo's daddy. I didn't mean to leave anybody out. Those are the ones that can, you know, consistently text the show. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you say pooped 11 times in one day? Pooped 11 times in one day. Okay. Just want to make sure you get that in there. Yes. You you read pooped 11 times in one day, their text earlier, but didn't read the names. So gotcha. We're not going to forget, ever forget about pooped 11 times in one day. And if I didn't mention you, it's not that, you know, you're not important. Not a nap guy. You're another one. Um, just female listener 28. Yeah. Just text in. Uh, oh, Travis from Hay City Store. L- mm-hmm. lo- love everything he and his people have going. And mm-hmm. he's been a huge supporter of the station and of the show and a friend of the station and a friend of the show. Um, Tom McKay. Tom McKay. Everybody. And I can't thank Tom enough for what he's done for me. I actually talked to, actually talked to Tom McKay this morning okay. um, on my way in here. I just thank everybody. I just can't thank you all enough. You know, like I said, whether you, whether you texted the show, you sent me a message, you DM'd me on Twitter, uh, sent me a message on Instagram and on the occasion, which kind of weirded my wife out, uh, not weird or out in a good way. She's like, wow, people really, I guess people really listen to the show. If you stopped me in the grocery store or while I was, you know, with my wife shopping in Target, uh, thank you so much because it really, really means a lot. It makes you feel like you're doing something productive. So thank you, all the listening audience. Again, I'll never be able to properly articulate how, how much your words have meant and your thoughts and your well wishes and your contributions have meant. Meant to everybody. And I do mean everybody in Florence, America. You know, I said this when I talked about my ultimate demise here at the Horn. You, have a, <laughs> you don't have demise. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> the company is doing different things to say it's not your demise. The, the, the end of days, if you will. Uh, no, I told I told you about the, uh, the uh, piece of work basketball coach I had my freshman year who just said, you know, this place is just always going to be a blip on the map between Colleen and Georgetown. Well, it may still be a blip on the map between Colleen and Georgetown to some people, but hopefully people know a little bit more about where I grew up, the town that made me who I am, the town that molded me uh, because of the show. And for that, I'm very thankful. Uh, my teachers and coaches that have let me know that they listen. Craig, I've had teachers teachers that I didn't have who've told me that they use me as an example in you know, their middle school class to show that yeah, somebody from Florence can go and do something big. And I, I don't know how, how quote unquote big it is that I'm doing this show, but you know, the fact that I'm, I don't know, I'm some kind of example. I, 
I never thought that would be me. Um, like I said, I, I was, I listened to Austin Sports Talk Radio. Texas was my pro team growing up. I read the Statesman. I watched all the TV shows. And again, to even if I'm just a small little footnote in the when the book of Austin Media conglomerate is written, the fact that my name is in there somewhere, uh, that's a that's a dream come true. Not a lot of people get to live out their dreams, and, and I have. Uh, so thank you to everybody in Florence that's reached out. Specifically, the following coaches. Uh, Coach Hudson, Coach Powell, Coach Carter, Coach Stanzak, Coach Wilman, Coach Colson. Some of these guys are like, you know, Jeff, you can call me by my first name. I'm like, no, no, no. That's your, your you're, you're always, you're all, when we saw, uh, Coach Greg Carter, when we saw him at coaching school, mm-hmm. it's not Greg, it's Coach. I can't, I can't do the whole formal thing. You're always, to me, going to be Coach. Uh, my friends that have, you know, left me things on, on my Facebook wall or texted me or reached out to me. Chris Dukes, my best friend. Uh, Sam Hobbs and his ginormous head, who, yes, thought Forrest Gump was a true story, celebrated a birthday recently. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah. my boy Sean, uh, Daniel, Brett, Zach, some of you guys that have reached out lately. Thank y'all so much. Some, some of these guys I haven't connected with in years, but, uh, it's the kind of people you grow up with, Craig, that you always know if you're in a bind, they'll, they'll, they'll always be there. It's just anytime mm-hmm. you're around each other, which isn't that often anymore, uh, it just kind of feels like you never left. And, yeah. and I, I love that about, growing up where i grew up and having the friends that i had uh i think my brothers both my brothers listen to this show my brother joe actually was texting me and anytime i mention the texans or any any team that he has a vested interest in uh, i'll get a, a i'll get a uh very strong sports opinion a hot sports opinion and and the last one i shared was his thoughts on the uh the titans wearing the houston oilers oh yeah throwback jerseys which if something Bothered bad happens him. to Derrick Henry, I'll, I'll give you my brother's Twitter handle and Instagram mm-hmm. handle, and you'll know where that Chances are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my brothers, Joe and Bobby, thank you all so much for your support. Uh, my parents, uh, my mom, who – it's funny. Sometimes on the text line, I'll see the text is from Jeff Howe's mom, and I was like, somebody making fun of my mom, and I'll look at the text, and I'll see the 50 emojis. I'm like, no, that's really my mom. That really text, is your Texting mom. into the show. So there you have it. Uh Thank my mom for listening. My dad, who was such a huge inspiration to me, and one of the reasons why I even pursued radio, one of the reasons why I continued to do it and why I continued to do it, that was his favorite medium to consume what I was doing. And Mm -hmm. I know he loved it so much. And, again, just a huge inspiration. There's so many times leaving a show that I wish I could pick up that phone and call him, and the fact that I can't. Still, you know, he's been gone for over 10 years now, but still just you wish he, he would be on the other end of that phone. He's not, but mm-hmm. I know I feel like he'd be proud of what I've done. Yep. Uh, my wife and my daughter, uh, you know, you guys have heard. It's funny. Somebody said a couple weeks ago, they're like, I've heard John Madani's name in the last week more than I've heard John Madani on the air in the last decade. Pretty sure you've heard my daughter on the air more in the last decade than Including you have last Friday. John Madani. Uh, my daughter loves coming up here. Of course, her favorite part is if one of the dogs is up here. You know, she she loves that. And my wife has uh, had to put up with my complaining at times and uh, my the times where I've been discouraged. But she's always willing to listen and always seems to tell me not what I want to hear, but what I need to hear at just the right time. I love both of them. Uh, they are my world, and I'll be able to get to spend more time with both of them. Uh, now that I'm no longer doing the show. And as we get ready to wrap this up, I, I truly want everybody to know, you know, don't don't shed a tear for me because uh, I'm losing this gig. I'm still going to be at Horns 24-7, by the way, 13-year anniversary tomorrow. Wow. Officially. So Congrats I'm, on one, that. I'm one of the few day ones that's still left 
in that company. Um, I'll be involved in Horns 24-7. I'll be in, continue to do the Longhorn Blitz podcast. That's not going to stop until one of the three of us, myself, Matt, or Rod, just decides that we can't do it anymore. And, and then we'll see what else yeah. the future holds. And we've, we've talked about it. We're, we're going to keep it going. Um, I don't, I don't leave this, leave this job bitter. I don't leave it resentful. Do I wish things had gone differently? Yeah. I think a lot of us do, Craig. I think a lot of us wish that it had gone different. But like I told you in the first hour, even if I knew this was how it was going to end, I wouldn't have changed anything that happened over the last three and a half years. I'd have done it all the same. And between the listeners and the on-air staff, coworkers, you know, people like Christina Killingsworth, y'all made all the ancillary stuff that you had to deal with sometimes y'all may come into work so very special coming into this building for the last three and a half years. And I can't thank you enough for that. And again, I don't leave bitter. I don't leave angry. The The only word Craig, I could come up with that I really sincerely felt as, as, as I got close to the day was gratitude. Yeah. So much gratitude. And I'm so thankful uh, for everything that's happened, and again, for the people who've let me know that I've impacted them in some little bitty tiny way, um, you know, it means so much. You know, every, a lot of people talk about dreams. Very few people get to actually live it. And to everybody that made the last three and a half years possible, allowing me to do that, thank you so, so much. And uh, thanks to those who are uh, texting in with a lot of thank yous as well. Uh, MJ from Hearn. Uh, uh, it says I'll be uh, checking out the podcast and uh, uh, Fry as well. Captain Caveman says I have no idea of what any of y'all look like. It's probably a good thing other than Rod <laughs> I have B. a face for radio, uh, but we'll definitely miss y'all's voices making the work days easier. So, uh, yeah, that's good. This is Jake from Gerald. Regardless of the Gerald hate from Jeff, I'm still a huge <laughs> fan. You'll be missed. So uh, there. So uh, G-Town Kim says, standing by the recommendation of the green beef enchiladas at Spanish Inn and Snyder that you dissed on the air some months back. Take care. Godspeed. Uh, so that's and and uh, somebody asking if you could give a final diss to the uh, to Gerald. <laughs> it says, I think I've done that enough today. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and by the way, uh, Purple Buffalo's daddy also uh, texted in and uh, said he was going to miss you and uh, s- said that uh, he hoped to grab a beer with you someday. So there. See, that's that's good. That's it, it's good to hear that. So anyway, all right, we'll be back to uh, wrap up uh, Jeff's final day here. And my next to last day here. I like the Tower on the Horn, 1049-1019, AM 1260. We're live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Craig Webb and Jeff Howe light the tower. You think you're special. Before we wrap up today's edition. Uh, the final one with Jeff here. We're bumping I do, back with Limp Biscuit because yeah, Craig, Craig told me no Freebird today. So no Freebird, just Limp Biscuit. I mean, fine, that's fine. Somewhere, Dusty Mangum is smiling. There you go. Uh, let's give away one more copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Call a number nine. 
Be the ninth caller, 512-447-3776. 512-447-3776. Be caller number nine. You want a copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Uh, so, yeah, Limp Biscuit there. That's You wanted to come back with my way from uh, Limp Biscuit, right? Yeah. I dig that song. It's... I'm a, one last mention, I'm a I'm a pro wrestling fan. Don't follow the current product as much, but love my old school stuff. Okay. That song that was the promotional vehicle for the Rock Steve Austin main event going into WrestleMania 17, it's the best uh the best video package WWE has ever done. Really? Leading to match. Oh, it's so freaking awesome. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I don't expect you to go down that rabbit hole, Craig. Now, speaking of not going down rabbit holes, why do I get the feeling that you will not, not, you correct me if I'm wrong, and I will apologize right now. Why do I get the feeling you will not be up at 2 a.m. to watch the U.S. Women's World Cup match with Portugal? Because very, very, very rarely am I up at 2 a.m. anymore. <laughs> if for no other reason, right? Yeah. I turned 40 in September, Craig. I'm not, I, keep, I have to remind myself sometimes, like, dude, you're not 25 anymore. You can't pull all nighters and be mm-hmm. fine the next day true yeah you do have to get some sleep yeah that's right plus with a you know better than anybody once you start having kids you have a kid your sleep schedule yeah completely changes yeah it gets discombobulated so you're saying if it was like in prime time in the evening then he would you know if it was prime time in the evening then you might be more given over to watching it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I love I love Jeff Mudd. Jeff still owes me a Dave Campbell for my text of them today about for my text of the day about James Spader or a Director's Cup T-shirt. I'm never letting this go. Can we can we get Jeff Mudd a magazine? Uh, let me look on the look into that. Let okay. See. And somebody said for Craig's last show tomorrow he wants to hear the baseball song by Scott Stapp. No, I don't. No, 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 never, never, no, never, no, no. No, God, no, no. And I was channeling more Norm Hitzkiss, but yes, it, it applies. Yeah. No, nobody ever needs to hear that ever again. Yeah, totally. Man, Jim yeah. from Lago Vista, your text, uh, did, uh, Hensley House, like everybody's texted. Nate Helio C, Amanda Salinas, number one fan, Jeff Mudd, like seriously, thank you. Thank you so much. It's it's awesome. Yeah. And, and I, I, as I said earlier in the show, I'm I'm really happy that it worked out this way because I want you to have a proper send off tomorrow. You to be able to talk to the listeners, the listeners to be able to to let you know how how important you are to them, what they what uh, what you mean to them, and I'm very very happy you get that opportunity tomorrow. Well, thanks, and and um, I've tried to to not purposely quote unquote keep it light or whatever that sort of thing. Uh, because I, I, and I'll say this again tomorrow, I truly feel that for me, in my case, it's more like so long, not goodbye mm-hmm. because of Longhorn Games that people, be, so that's, that's a, but you're right. There's some proper thinking that needs to be in place tomorrow and, and I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's mainly just, hey, just celebrating uh, one last day on the air together uh you know that sort of thing just like it was today and and the, here's the great thing about it uh like you said the uh talking about somebody said nobody's nobody died <laughs> <laughs> and and not only nobody died but also we get to still see each other yeah. often 
yeah. often at at uh, lots of events. It's it's not even like it's not even like uh, I'm moving to Oregon or something, or you're moving. I, I, to Wisconsin. Am I going to see you at a at one of our pract- open practice availabilities? Yeah, this you week? will yeah. absolutely. And you're going to see me around at other events as well. We know that we're going to see each other on the beat. This is uh, this is one of my most my favorite contributions to this show. That, that Bubba Sparks gets to play us out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you. My Thanks, friend. Craig. Thank you. Love you. And love you as well. And thank you, thanks to uh, Happy Jack Farrell, a producer. Uh, Happy Jack and I will be back. Uh, I have one uh, final program to bring you tomorrow. Uh, we invite you to stay tuned. Now, Chad and Zay are out today. They'll be back tomorrow for one final program. But what, what, Ty and, and Revved Up Rodney mm-hmm. are going to be there? I saw Jacob Standard. Jacob Standard. In the home. So, uh, so they'll be on that. And then Rod... We'll be on this afternoon, Bald on Lie, and he'll give you some more details on what's to come in the future of uh, Aaron, Aaron, uh, the program. had some things to yeah, say about it this morning. Yeah, so there'll be more about that as well, and we'll look forward to bringing you one last pro. Do we have a winner on the uh, magazine today, the second winner? Yes, Harry Dean there you of go, Houston, Harry. Texas. Way to go, Harry. Again, thank you, Congrats. everybody. Everybody in Florence, you guys mean the world to me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, for our man. Behind the glass, happy Jack Farrell. For the final time, for my co-host Jeff Howe, I'm Craig Way. Thank you. I'll visit with you tomorrow. One more time, light the tower on the horn. Ball don't lie. Someone says, yo, my tooth fairy gave me food stamps. Hey, if you give me the right food stamp, that's, that's more than I got. Exactly. You can go buy something with it. Yeah. Um, 50 right. cent back then, you was good. Someone says, when I was a kid, I got $15. Ooh. $15. That's a Westlake Man, kid right there. Hey, what's up? Shout out, Westlake. Shout yeah, out, that, Westlake. If they gave you $15, that's like, just to let you know, this is for all of them. Yeah. <laughs> this is for $15. all your team. I'm paying you up front. We taste three to seven on the horn. Hey, what's up, folks? This is your lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers. By now, everyone knows that my favorite new tequila is Hot Cat Tequila. Hot Cat Tequila is my go-to tequila. The cat stands for cinnamon, agave, and tequila, and the recipe, just as simple, just as delicious, and just as brilliant. Cinnamon, agave, nectar, and tequila. That's why it's so light and so smooth. Hot Cat Tequila is a tequila lover's dream, and if you're not a fan of tequila, Hot Cat Tequila will make you a fan of tequila. Hot Cat Tequila will turn any event into a party, and every party feels like a celebration. Toast and turn up with Hot Cat Tequila. Hey, Tarek, for Divided Sky Roofing and Solar, your full-service solar company. We're in the summer, the hottest season, and the power bills are going through the roof. Stop paying the power company. Pay yourself with the new Timberline Solar Shingle Roof. John Hardy and his staff at Divided Sky are solar experts. They can repair and service your existing solar roofing system and are NAPSET certified. That's the solar version of a master plumber, Divided Sky Roofing and Solar. Find them online at DividedSkyAustin.com. Texas license, TECL 37397. Margarita Salsa Fest is happening Saturday, August 19th at Beauta Amphitheater featuring Pat Green. You don't want to miss this great day with live music from Nikki and the Motorcars, Rio Tribbiano, Rochelle and the Sidewinders, and Texas music legend Pat Green. And it isn't called Margarita Salsa Fest for nothing. Lots of margaritas and salsa on hand. So mark your calendars for Margarita Salsa Fest Saturday, August 19th at Beauta Amphitheater.